0: Hi, everybody. Thank you so much for tuning in today. This is Beyond the Surface. Here, we have God-centered conversations about different topics that students and young adults deal with. My name is Ryan. I'm the host of the podcast. Today, I'm going to be joined by my co-host, Ezer. Ezra and I are going to continue the discussion that we started last week about singleness, but this week, we're going to talk a little bit more about how singleness should prepare us for the relationships ahead of us. We hope that you guys enjoy this. If you do, we would really appreciate it if you would subscribe to us on iTunes or YouTube or follow us on Spotify. It would also mean a lot if you would share this with anybody that you think may enjoy the podcast. So now, without further ado, let's jump on into the conversation. Okay, so a lot of people, when they talk about singleness from a biblical perspective, they point out the importance of singleness for once you enter into a relationship. And last week, we talked all about kind of the benefits and how we can use singleness to grow and to get better and to just enjoy the time that we've got on our hands, right? Uh, so Pastor Michael Todd's big in the Christian dating sphere. He's got a popular series, and he just came out with a book, which just came in the mail for me today, actually. And really? That's Relationship Goals. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so I'm excited to read that. But in that series, he talks a lot about singleness, and he points out some of the crazy high divorce rates in the United States, even among believers and in the church. And he says that he doesn't think that there's a marriage problem going on. There's a singleness problem going on. And then another pastor that I really like to listen talk about the dating sphere and singleness is Pastor Ben Stewart. And I really like how he puts our singleness um, and, and kind of relationships, and he says that Before we can ever get a relationship with a guy or a girl, right, we have to get our relationship with God, right? Mm -hmm. And I think that both of these pastors are spot on, and so today we're going to talk a little bit about why our singleness should prepare us for our future spouse and for our future relationship, and why we should take that seriously. So Pastor Mike pointed out that we have a singleness problem, Ezra, why don't you talk about some of the things that you think we get wrong during our time of singleness?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I think probably the largest misconception of singleness is the overhyping of dating. We, we just overhype it. We overhype marriage and we overhype sex. And, and we treat it like it's, it's the greatest thing that will ever happen to us. We treat it like it's going to perfectly complete us. It's going to satisfy us. It's going to heal us. It's going to propel us into the most exciting, most adventurous future of our lives. And can I tell you right now, Jesus has already done this. Mm-hmm. Jesus has, has can complete us, can satisfy us in ways that, that nobody else ever could. Just like Ben Stewart said, we we got to get a relationship right with God. You, you know, like, like marriage is no doubt going to be incredible. Mm-hmm. And, and all the things, mar- marriage, God created marriage, you know? Yeah. But, but it's not
0: going to complete you. It's not going to heal you. It's not designed to do that. Right. And I think this often can kind of come down to like what we've talked about in our podcast with other things. Like we're always climbing the ladder, chasing success or chasing the next thing. And then when we get there, you know, it's the next thing. So maybe when you're single, you're looking for the relationship. And then when you're in the relationship, you're looking for marriage. And then once you're married, you're looking for kids. You know, we're always looking for that next yeah. step and we're never satisfied in the moment. Right. Exactly. Yeah.
1: If you can't, man, if you can't find satisfaction in the moment with Jesus, if you can't be satisfied with the one who created the stars and the earth, man, like, what guy on earth stands a chance? What girl on earth will ever satisfy you? Like, honestly. So I, I just think about it like, like just check yourself. Hmm. If you're more excited about dating, marriage, and sex, rather than your relationship with the one who created everything, I, I, you you need a reality check it doesn't mean you're a bad Christian you know I think this happens to all of us at some point it, it just means we just need to we, we gotta we gotta go back you know i I, w- I would encourage you just to just to return to his presence and, and allow him to to reset your reality seek his face once more I, I I promise you there is more that we have not yet seen yet
0: yeah that's that's really good and it's it's not an easy thing to do i, I get it sometimes. Sometimes God can feel really distant and distant, and it it's not easy to just trust that he's there, he's working, he's moving, uh, and and that's something that we have to constantly remind ourselves with, and that's why we have to constantly be in the Word and constantly be in prayer. That's why we have to remind ourselves of the time that God's been faithful in our lives. That's why we have to read his words so that we can see when he was faithful you know, to his people and whatnot, because it's not an easy thing to do. And he understands that. That's why he mm-hmm. tells us to do these things. That's why Paul was so encouraging to the believers about this kind of stuff. You know? Absolutely.
1: I don't know. What do you think? What else in the singleness do you think we get wrong?
0: Yeah. I mean, there's, there's so many different directions I think we could go. Um, but I think selfishness is a really big one. Uh, while we're single, we focus on ourselves. And we did a whole podcast last week about focusing on ourselves and improving <laughs> ourselves and then doing things for us. And I think that, that. That's right. I think we should while we're single. And I think that there are areas of focusing on ourselves, obviously, where, where, um, you know, we can grow and be selfless, right? When we're chasing after God and we're learning and we're growing in our relationship with God, we should ultimately want to become more like Jesus Christ. And Jesus was a servant, right? Yeah. So while we're single, we don't want everything to be about us. We don't want it to be what we can get out of the world, what we can get out of other people, that kind of thing. We want to learn. To serve and I think a lot of times we we don't necessarily get that right We're not looking to help other people to serve because. some people are don't get me wrong Some people do a really good job of this plenty of people do much better than me at this, you know But the point I'm trying to make here is that like while we're single, we should prioritize being kind and being servants and Loving others because ultimately like those are things that we're gonna need in our relationship in the future, right? We're gonna need um. To be kind, to be forgiving, to be loving—like we, husbands are meant to serve their wives. Yeah, you know, uh, Paul talks about how the married man belongs to his wife and the wife to her husband. You know, once you get married, you're not your own anymore. Yeah, and so if we're super selfish and we're constantly worrying about how we can get ahead, how we can look better, how we can you know do these things, I think that that can create some problems later on, and I think that that can just create heart problems Mm -hmm. to begin
1: with, right? Yeah, I know. Like, like for me personally, like ever since my two siblings got married and they left the house, I've kind of been an only child mm-hmm. for like these past this thing going on, like five years now. Mm-hmm. And like, man, everything I have belongs to me. And I'm not sure if like, I'm like ready for like this marriage thing. Like sometimes yeah. I just get freaked out by like what Paul writes, like, 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 like wives, like you belong to your husbands and husbands, you are to die for your wives. You guys mm-hmm. both like, you're no longer yourselves now. Right They're now you belong to each other, which yeah. is just like, man, like, that's, and I think it's beautiful, and I think it, it's absolutely what how God designed it to do, and it's mm-hmm. you know it's impossible without God.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, you're you're absolutely right. But then, kind of the next thing, you you really touched on it, and I chimed in a little bit already. But I think that we often got got get caught up looking to that relationship, that next stage in life, and we do that with everything. I think it's just it's easy to do; it's hard to be content. I know, um, but we often put these relationships on a pedestal. Uh, And when we have, you know, issues in us, when we feel alone, when, you know, we we are insecure, we want other people to fill those insecurities or to fulfill us a lot of times. And that's, that's not what a relationship's meant to do. And that's not how God designed us. We're supposed to find our fulfillment and our satisfaction in God. And we're supposed to be made whole in him. And I think that that's really the biggest mistake that singles can make and that we make as singles. And I have made this mistake before. Um, And that's just, you know, we don't find out who we were meant to be by the one who created us to be that, right? That's right. And so we miss out on the opportunity to find ourselves and know our self-worth. And ultimately, like, I've come to find my identity more so in Christ than ever. And that's really where you find satisfaction and fulfillment and that's kind of when you can put these worldly desires and these things that we would be so worried about the world seeing. Oftentimes, me, I worry about what other people think of me. I think that's just human nature. We all can do that, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and it's so much easier to put that aside when you can be confident in who God created you to be and how God, when you think about how God sees you. You know, we're his children. He calls me his son. He loves me. He's got a kingdom that he wants me to go out and conquer. So, you know, ultimately, I think that that's where our self-worth should come from. And God's the only person that's going to complete us in that. And when we look to be satisfied in a relationship or, you know, to find love because that's what we need to complete us mm-hmm. or, you know, that's what is going to drive us, you know, to the next stage in life, that's just being unfair immediately in that relationship. Like, no person can do that. And so that that's putting an unfair expectation on the other person. And I think that that's just going to cause all sorts of problems, unfortunately. For some reason, I'm really... I'm really
1: intrigued by this idea of your Mm self-worth because in a marriage, you're, you're giving yourself Mm -hmm. all away. You are no longer your own. Yeah. So I think about this, like, okay, so I, I, and I still do this, but I I do a lot of selling of my drum gear, buying and selling of Mm -hmm. different equipment. Uh, It'll be on Facebook marketplace. It'll be on Craigslist. I find uh, just other people who are like me and who are selling some of their drum gear. You know, you have cymbals and you have drum sets and you have, you know bass drum pedals mm-hmm. you have all this different hardware and everything and what's important when you're selling things is that you know it's worth mm-hmm. so if i have a symbol on you know the the worth may have changed over time so i'm going to look it up online and find out its new price find out its mm-hmm. use price online on re- reverb.com and figure out how much it's worth you know we always you know i always come across you know facebook and and craigslist no, you know, you have that mom whose son has gone off to college and she's <laughs> mm-hmm. trying to get rid of the drum set. And it's like thousands of dollars of equipment and she's trying to sell it for 50 bucks. Like I right. can see it. Right. And I'm just like, man, like, like I'm not going like I don't want to take advantage of you. But I know other people will uh-huh. because you're you're getting rid of equipment that's worth so much more. But you don't know what it's worth. Sure. I feel like. I feel like we got to we gotta start doing research on ourselves.
2: Mm, mm-hmm. We
1: have to start diving into Jeremiah chapter one and figuring out how much are we worth? Because if we're giving ourselves to, to a relationship, even if it's just a dating relationship, you're giving, you know, you're giving yourself to this relationship. So mm-hmm. you have to know how much you are worth. Yeah, You have to know that you are bought with a
0: price. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I, I think that that's really wise. like, I, you know, how often do we think about, like you said, we're bought with a price, like we were bought with, the blood of Jesus. And because God drew near to us, we're able to draw near to him. And that's a big deal. I mean, God created everything. He knew you before he created you. You were formed in your mother's womb and he knew your name. And you know, that God loves you so much that he sent his son to die. And then ultimately raised him and conquered him from the grave. And you know, when you, when you really grasp that, like that, that should change your outlook on dating and relationships and Singleness right there. Absolutely. I mean, it really should when you learn your self-worth, when you learn how much you mean to the king of kings, right? Come on, now. So. So good. So what other aspects of singleness should prepare us for those future relationships that we're hoping to have? Okay, so,
1: um, I think, I think we, we, we wait to, how should I say this? Okay, so. I think in singleness we kind of need to establish ourselves as mm-hmm. as some sort of fully functioning adults. You know we got we have to we have to start laying kind of the groundwork for where the direction that we that our life is going to be headed. And Pastor Mike talks a lot about this in relationship goals. He talks a lot about this in his first sermon uh, before the person. Yep. If you look it up on YouTube, it's probably his most popular sermon and you know when i use that phrase establish yourself that i use it really loosely it can look many different ways for many different people so like what what i don't mean is that you you have a fully paid off house under your name you're making 100 grand per year you're living the american dream i i don't mean that you you've achieved every single goal on your bucket list mm-hmm. and you travel to every country you want to before like like that, that's yeah, if you wait until you are fully ready until you fully have done everything you wanted to do and have marriage be the last thing you're, you're going to be single for the rest of your life
0: yeah Honestly. which
1: just which let's just thing.
0: point out like some people are called the singleness mm-hmm. and that's a whole different beast like i can't determine that Ezra can't determine that for you guys uh for each other you can only determine that like through you and seeking god um, yeah so if you feel you're called to be single or whatever that's not a bad thing that's not bad at all so yeah. we're not hitting on that but i just want to point that out
1: right for sure yeah um but no i just think that being fully ready just isn't a thing when yeah. it comes to marriage mm-hmm. you're never
0: going to be fully ready well like and they say that with kids too right yeah. like that's just another it's it's yeah. a huge season change so you're definitely right like mm-hmm. you know how can you ever fully be ready it's I don't know if I was fully ready to go to college when I, you know, packed up and moved, right? Yeah. Like, when you have these big life changes, I don't know that you can ever fully For be sure. ready. Um, just because, you you know, you have an experience. Like, if I could do college all over again, I would do college all over again because you have that hindsight. You know Absolutely. how you can do things mm-hmm. different, right? So, But you trust that God's gone before you and that God, you know,
1: he's going to be guiding you along every step of the way. So, But anyways. Yeah, sorry. I'm
0: getting you sidetracked.
1: No, you good. So yeah, establishing yourself doesn't mean that you you get to this this theoretical world of being fully ready. Mm. But I do think it it means that you've accomplished, you know, some necessary steps to to establish a direction in your life. Okay, yeah. You know, and mm-hmm. I, and I meet these people who are just like, man, they don't have any direction in their life. Sure. Like, they don't know, they've never had a professional job and they 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 mm-hmm. don't have any experience and, you know, they've lived a couple of different places, but they they you know, they've never really fully committed to something or anything Mm and man you you gotta at least have something in your life so like um i don't know just just a couple of examples (laughs) again this is really big but like i've just i've seen and found that it is extremely difficult to get married while you're still in school
2: Mm -hmm.
1: do people make it work yes of course um but is there a lot of sacrifice is there a lot of diversion of attention yes Mm -hmm. there's a lot it's a, it's a lot easier to, you know, finish up your, your school, any type of school you want to do, undergrad, grad school, if, you're, if that's the direction that you're, you're headed, if that's the direction that you're called to go, yeah. to take care of that while you're still single. That way you at least have some sort of a foundation mm-hmm. by the time you enter into any sort of a relationship.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, if, if you dream of, like, launching your own business, if you've ever just had an idea, perhaps, you try it out while you're still single. Mm-hmm. That way, when you're single, you can give your full attention to where it's needed the most, and you don't have to divert yourself. Yeah. Because when you're in a relationship, you need to put attention to it. Yeah. You need to you need to be giving yourself to it; otherwise, it's going to die. Mm-hmm. And you're not going to take it seriously if you're not putting attention to it. So, yes, all these steps can be done in in a relationship in marriage. But man, like it's just it's just better that you have some sort of a, an established like foundation of, of where your life is headed. Hey, maybe you got to try a business out and figure out, hey, I'm really not into the whole entrepreneurship thing. Mm-hmm. At least you know what you're not going to do and that's something that mm-hmm. that you have, you know, under your belt. Yeah. So what what I'm saying is that what while we're single, like like we should be using these to to you know, accomplish some things like schooling and like trying something new or maybe living in a different city that that we want to live in and mm-hmm you know, just, just ultimately establish ourselves as, as like an adult and like trying some stuff.
0: Yeah. No, that's, I think that's really good. Uh, and I'm, I'm totally with you on that. I, I think that, yeah, your singleness should absolutely be a season of prep. And for those of you that want a relationship and that really strive, are striving for that at some point in your life. And I know a lot of us are, uh, like I, I've said, I, at some point I want to get married. I'm not in a rush to get there. Uh, you know, when it happens, it happens. I've got more schooling in front of me and a lot of long hours coming in terms of a career. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm not too worried about it. Uh, and I'm, I'm fully content right now with where I'm at. I do love the time on my hands. But at some point, I do want to be married. And I think that it can help when you're feeling down on your singleness or it's tough to get through the season of singleness. If you view it as a season of prep, it's yeah. like I'm getting ready for that future relationship mm-hmm. by um, taking this season seriously, right?
1: And putting your, your focus and attention on it rather than just wallowing in that sorrow of, oh, I'm still single, I'm still single, you know?
0: Yeah, right. And so we can prepare ourselves by fixing exactly what we were talking about in terms of the problems. Like, get to know God, find out who you are in Him, but also just get to understand yourself and who you are and what makes you tick, right? Like, what are your hobbies? What do you like to do? You know, what what causes you fear and anxiety? What causes you joy and happiness? You know, understand these things about yourself. Uh, and, and really get to know yourself, take yourself out on dates. That's something else that Michael Todd talks about in, in singleness. You know, he says, you got to get to know yourself, right? And I, I think that, that that's awesome, um, and and really good advice. Uh, and and ultimately, like, I hope that you keep coming back to God, and you keep saying, you know, I, his love for me is, is good enough. And, and that's, you know, what you find out about yourself, right? Uh, but I also totally agree with you, Ezra, just that Basically, you should be a functioning adult in terms of a relationship. Um, You know, there are exceptions. I have friends that got married while they were still students in college, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, so it happens. Um, But, you know, you probably should be at least financially stable. Yeah, um, for sure. You know, I don't think I don't think it's a good thing to be in tons of debt and then drag somebody into that.
1: That's actually really, really key. What you just said right there, um, because when you enter into a relationship, yep. uh, all of their problems are now your problems. Right. All of your problems are now their problems. They have a whole bunch of debt. Mm-hmm. Now that's not your debt. So just, just, just keep yeah. that in mind when, yeah. when you're
0: in a relationship. No, that's that's a absolutely a good point. And that and that's something that I've become aware of uh, just about myself is like I've never taken my finances too seriously. Uh, I've never been in debt. Didn't have to do loans for for college or anything just because of. of athletics um so that was a huge blessing and then I went right from not having to pay for college to being able to work mm-hmm. so finances have never been like a huge issue for me so I've just never taken them super seriously it, my budgeting has pretty much been like all oh, for April I didn't go over what I made so I'm yeah. good and that that's been the extent of it so recently I've been trying to do a lot better at setting out a budget at the beginning of the month and sticking to it and Um, investing a little bit and making sure that I'm putting money away. I'm paying myself, well, I'm tithing first, but then I'm paying myself first and I'm putting money into my investments and just trying to grow a little bit um, now while I'm not making, you know, my career money um, so that I have those habits set in place for when I do start making big money and it can be easy to get carried away and, you know, see these nice things that I want to go buy because all of a sudden I'm making a lot of money, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, So I think, I had way more finances than I anticipate getting yeah. into, but I do think that it's an important thing to take seriously uh, in life. But definitely easier to get right while you're still single, and you know you don't want to give your debt to somebody else. That's just that's not something you yeah. want for sure. Mm-hmm. Or or
1: even like just like I don't know emotional baggage. You know yeah. any any sort of like like wounds from the past, any mm-hmm. sort of past relational issues or. Any type of um, you know sexual encounters or anything like that, or mm-hmm. any type of wounds that were delivered from family members, like like if this like if if they haven't like dealt with this and taken this to the Lord, then then they're going to take it to you, and like right. you're going to have to carry all the all this
0: this baggage that really you weren't designed to carry. Right, absolutely, mm-hmm. and yeah. So if you have, and it's hard, it's hard to like internally reflect and look at yourself and say. I've got this issue and I've got this issue. And, you know, I I don't want to like call anybody out or make anybody feel like a bad person or anything. But again, this is a time to seek healing from God and healing from those people that are wiser and farther along, you know, in their, in their walk with the Lord. I was just sharing with Ezra before we started this podcast that it's good to confess our sins to one another or our wounds to one another, because in James, we're told that if we do that, um, we will be healed because the prayers of the righteous are powerful and, answered basically and so you know it is the time that you can get that kind of stuff right you know we want to be we want to be complete basically we want to we want to be able to bring our partner security in life and that means security emotionally physically spiritually financially like all those aspects of a relationship we really should strive and is everybody going to be perfect at these things before they get married no probably not um you know when when ultimately like God leads you to the relationship like he will lead you to the relationship. And, you know, you just trust him and walk in faith in that. But I think we should strive to prepare ourselves in each of these aspects as much as we possibly can while we're still single. Yeah, for sure. So purity. um, Purity is often like scary and uncomfortable to talk about. And we're not going to go crazy with it here today. In this episode, uh, there's just so much there. Um, But briefly, we do want to just hit on why it's so important and why it's so important during singleness. So just first off the bat like I want to say it's something that I have struggled with. It's something that I do still struggle with and and most people will so, so or ju- do just at just, some so point. Unclear, just so I'm
1: clear just so I'm clear yeah. so that people know when we say purity we are specifically talking at anything that falls under any sort of premarital or extramarital sex mm-hmm. and or pornography usage mm-hmm. uh, And you know you gotta say it to bring it to the light because yeah by, that's by, a good by point. saying it you're exposing it and sin exposed to light has lost its power and I think you were getting into this but confession like man mm-hmm. like you you confess your sins your, your sin has lost that power
0: yeah absolutely um but I just I just think that this is something that's really hard to talk about in the church. I feel it's something that gets overlooked a ton. Uh, you know, but I don't want to say I'm perfect here because I'm definitely not. Mm-hmm. I don't think it helped to hide behind or hide from this or act like this stuff doesn't go on because it absolutely does. Um, believers struggle with it. Pastors struggle with it. Every Everybody at some point is going to be confronted with this, yeah. right? Um But just that being said, the thing that I really want to just drive home here is that it's important that we fight the fight, right? That we work our absolute hardest to get our purity right while we're single. Because when you're married, it doesn't mean that your purity problems are going to go away and everything's going to be solved. Loss and temptation are still going to be there. They're going to follow you. Uh, And it's something that the devil can really use as a foothold to get a grip in your life. And Trust me, like you don't want that. I don't want that to happen to you. I don't want that to happen to me. I want us to live to the fullest, and you know that is not our fullest. I promise. Right. Um, so, for whatever reason, the thing that made the the biggest difference to me and that helped me the most is when mm-hmm. I really decided that I want to love people, and I mean everybody uh, more. I wanted to be better at that, and I heard it put this way that lust is when we use someone only for our satisfaction. That's good. And so I don't want to look at people and, and, you know, use them like that. I want to love like Christ did. And so that's really what changed the game for me. But then also I just, I, I want to be pure. Um, so that, like I said, you know, my, my spouse in the future, my wife can be secure. She knew that I was fighting for my purity before I met her. So she can trust that I'm going to fight for it while I'm with her. So I just, want to encourage you guys, like if that's something you struggle with or that's something that you feel convicted of or whatever it may be, if that's something that you want to get right, like just a couple practical tips. First, just be honest with God and yourself Mm -hmm. that you're struggling with it and let him start to heal you and start to work on you and mold you. And like I said, be obvious to yourself, like Ezra said, or be honest with yourself. Like Ezra said, we want to bring that to light. Um, and then second, read the Bible. I know it sounds obvious, but that's what God uses to encourage us and to restore us. And then third, I would say it's the most important and the thing that has helped me the most has been telling the right people. Yeah. You want to tell people that you know are going to have your back. They're going to fight for you. They're going to encourage you. They're going to love you through it, but they're also going to pray for you and help you get through the fight and, and you know, win these battles each and every day. Come on now. So... So, kind of transitioning here, getting back to a little bit more about uh, learning about ourselves during singleness. Um, as I've grown closer to God during this season and really started seeking Him out, my idea of the woman that I see myself with in the future and the woman that I want to pursue has changed. And my idea of how I go about that relationship has changed a lot. So, let's just kind of finish with touching on a little bit of this, like how. During our singleness, can we discover God's will for our future relationship?
1: Yeah. So for me personally, I like to concentrate a lot more on what the girl I want to date, and mm. want to marry, looks like, mm-hmm. rather than how I want the relationship to look. Mm-hmm. Which I know sounds kind of, kind of different. But it's like, wait, shouldn't you, you know, focus more on, on the relationship? You know, because you know, two people could love the Lord and still not make it work out together, right? I understand that. Right. That's why we have dating. Right. To figure out if it works. But if you really think about this, like, I can, you know, I as a guy, I can steer the direction of the relationship Mm. and I can, I can somewhat have, have control over that. Mm -hmm. But I cannot control her. I cannot control, you know, whether or not uh, she's all in for Jesus or not. Right. She's, she's either all, you know, she's fully surrendered to Jesus or she's not. Uh-huh. She's either given all of her problems, all her insecurity to the Lord, or she hasn't. Mm. She's either living in purity and is actively seeking accountability in every season of her life, or she's not. You know, I, I can't, you know, essentially everything we've talked about, she's she's either doing that independently or she's not. You know, she's not, you know, if she's just started, you know, seeking accountability just because we're in a relationship right now, like like she had to have been doing that, you know, prior to that. Yeah you know, and, and I can't make her do these sort of things. She has to be all in for the Lord. She has to be actively seeking Him, mm-hmm. actively praying. You know, she has to have some sort of a foundation mm-hmm. by herself. And, and, again, these are decisions that I can't make, nor can she make those decisions for me either. Mm-hmm. So, like, man, like, as long as she is fully surrounded to the Lord, she's actively pursuing her on Him on, on her own time, like, Man, I'm I'm interested to get to know her in that case. Like, and yeah, yeah there's a whole bunch of other little nuances that I, I look for in in a girl. But like, you know, man, like, I, I'm not gonna waste my time even going on a date with a girl who is who is not you know fully surrendered to Jesus. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that that is probably just like that's that's level one
0: for me. Like, yeah. you know, if,
1: if you're not doing that, then
0: yeah, like, don't waste my time. <laughs> just being honest. Yeah. Yeah, no, you're. That's good. Um, so the gist of what I've learned, just as I've trusted God more and more, uh, and the more I want to do things His way, the more I've kind of honed, I guess, what I'm looking for in terms of you know marriage. A relationship is something that I want to do His way now, and I can't always say that it's been that way for me. Just for whatever reason, this was kind of an area of my life that I was like, I know better than God. Wow. Um, So, yeah, that, you know, I've definitely made a big change there. Uh, And obviously, I'm single, I'm not in a relationship doing things differently, you know, so I still have to be aware of that. But uh, I know for me, like now, I want somebody who believes in the same God as me and goes to church, but that's not even enough. And for a long time that would have been more than adequate but now i want somebody who's actively pursuing the same god that i am i want somebody who's actively chasing after my king that i'm chasing after yeah you know i i want somebody that loves the lord and that's really the most important thing there's tons of other factors i don't really want to get into them but essentially like i've gotten away from like she has to look a certain way and be active because I'm an athlete and I like that. And she has to be smart, you know, like that stuff is not so necessary. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, I'm looking for somebody who's pursuing Jesus and who, you know, we, we click, we get along. Like we, we enjoy being around each other basically. Totally. Um, but then just a quick note on how I foresee my relationship in the future. I just really like the way that pastor Ben, talks about dating and I foresee, um, pastor Ben Stewart from passion city. Uh, I just foresee myself dating much more. Like he describes, um, he talks about how dating should be a process of evaluation. It shouldn't be a goal that we get stuck in. Mm-hmm. Um, like he talks all the time about how, you know, we want the status of being in a relationship and that's dumb. Like what is being in the status of a relationship? Like that, it didn't exist a long time ago it's dumb. Like I want to date intentionally. I want to date to marry essentially the next time um, I choose to pursue somebody. It will be very intentional. Absolutely. All righty. Thank you guys again so much for listening. We appreciate you tuning in. Don't forget to subscribe to us or follow us based on the platform that you're listening. And don't forget to share this episode with your friends. Ezra and I hope you guys have a great week as you go and love God and love people, and we can't wait to see you back here next Wednesday.